This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday 11th of May 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And Gordo. Bonjour. So now when this podcast is out we should know who the two Europa League finalists are. Yes. We have a massive competition, we're going to do it at the start because we suspect there'll be a spike in numbers now. The Europa League still has in contention Chelsea, Frankfurt, Valencia and Arsenal. We have a competition to give away two Europa League final tickets. Official tickets for the match, you can get in. It is in Baku. We have found out now that there's only 7,000 tickets going to each club. Which is disgusting. So 14,000 of a 67,000 all-seater stadium is going to the club fans. Um, I'm now... You, you can't. You cannot ensure the resale of your tickets will go to a fan, which no. is why I wanted to remove it and do the competition. So the competition is very simple. Who is our favourite Dutch team? It is... I sold mere vocals. And what is the Scrabble score you would get, which is? 26. No, it's not. It's 29. We do this. No, just that. That's fine. Mate, we're not a professional podcast. This is fine. That is... How can you get that wrong? We've been talking about this for like fucking it three or four 26 weeks. 26 or 29. I mean, at this stage, as long as you enter the competition with the right spelling of that name, yeah. we, will, we will waive the Scrabble score. There are ways to enter. We will tell you uh, on our Twitter page, on a Facebook page, you can four entries per person. The competition will close the week after we've announced the finalist, which will be Friday the 17th of May. And we'll get the tickets out to the person right away. Uh, the tickets have now been sent out to me. I got that email this morning. You, you have them? So I will have them in possession at some point today, I'd sure. imagine. So this is as far as you, you've had to listen to win two Europa League final tickets. Please enter for all of them. So there's four entries you can put forward. And how you enter is finding the tweet yep. from us at TrampleBet. And there's a link to the competition entry. Speech. I believe that's our pinned tweet as well. It yes. is. Yes. It is the top tweet. Yes. Isolmere vocals. 29. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. So now on to last week's picks. Um, we had an all right week. We're going to go with Gordo first because of your Friday night, Gordo. Yes, yeah, so my banker double on Friday night was a good one for us. So that was Mets and Rode. Both, uh, well, Mets were 3-0 up at half time, which was smashing. And uh, Rode won 1-0. So a, a comfortable double in and uh, that was good. My It was a 5-4 a double. 5-4 double. Which I had a £20 free bet on. So nothing better than starting and then, a weekend. I had like 25 quid to play with from free money. So it was fantastic. That's brilliant. And uh, yeah, so I also took it as part of a treble and a quadruple that didn't come in. <laughs> um, so I had Brest as well, who lost 1-0 to Bezier. Bezier, I was watching it. At a, at, we were at a baseball race night and was watching it. Just unbelievable. They were pounding the goal. Um, and then the other, which was the outsider, and which I said, don't put in any accumulators and put straight on my Friday night accumulator, was um, <laughs> was Nancy, uh away at Troye. And Troy Troy won um, two one, but it was one each up until the ninetieth minute, and uh, Nancy were four one. So 
I mean, it can't, can't, can't get much closer than that. But overall, a pretty good weekend for me, to be honest. So your banker double come in and Andy and myself. Copenhagen, Andy, again? FC Copenhagen, again. 3-2 winners against Bromby. Uh, that's them wrapped up the Superliga. You were getting good odds for that as well. You were getting, you were getting se- close. Like 7 to 11, I think I got. Yeah, you, would, you were, because I think they were 6 to 7 even earlier in the week. Um, it's just because it's a derby. Uh, Bromby, Copenhagen, the two big teams in, in Copenhagen. But Copenhagen have been so good this season. Yeah. And that's them wrapped up the league. The Superliga's won. And I had went into the Croatia League. It was Hajduk split versus Zapresic. This game, the odds were terrible at the start. They were they were one to four, but Zepresic actually took the lead. So I went in when it went to even money. A wee reback, and they they came in and won three two, which was good because we were out on the Saturday and doing a wee bit of a a builder. So mm. we realised it was quite difficult to choose a coupon, so we just stuck in a tenner each and played about, which is where my value then comes in. I got vetoed. I said to everyone, look out for Barcelona's lineup. You did. I could only recognize third string. I could only recognize two players, which was Celeste, the goalie. No, Silison, the Dutch goalie. Yeah, the Dutch goalie they bought from. And Dembele, who then got injured after five minutes. Celta Vigo won two 0 It was now now at half time, but it was honking. Yeah, it was such a bad game. Well, you texted me on Saturday asking what the Dundee United lineup was like because you know, yeah. all the big teams were wrestling players. Yes, and, and we we hardly played anyone <laughs> as well. Just one striker could beat one 0 at Morton. Let, let's hope that worked out better than Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, let's place. hope it did. I know. Um, my value bet was Paderborn away at Bielefeld. No one wants promoted from the German Bundesliga. <laughs> Um, Paderborn lost 2 0, but I re- m- very much made up for that with Ingolstadt away at Hamburg at odds of 3 to 1, and they won 3 0. That was actually a lot more comfortable than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think... fancied them for the upset, but not the 3 0 hammering away from home. Yeah, I think I think we'll talk about that maybe a wee bit later. So, uh, so that was a 3 1 outsider win for me. I took LA Galaxy away to New York Red Bulls. This is still on my uh builder that we were doing as a group. I took LA Galaxy before kickoff at 2 to 1. And they went 1-0 down. They went 2-0 down. Goal get disallowed. Yep, I watched the game. They equalised one each. Goal yep. get disallowed. They went one each legally. They went 2-1 legally. Red Bulls made it two each illegally. At that point, I cashed out. Oh. We, were make, we were making really good profit. Uh, but then New York Red Bulls won it, went 3-2. Yeah. But we made profit. Uh, if you were watching the game, or if you were even watching the stats, you'd realise that LA Galaxy got pumped in the second half. Yeah, I was like, watching the it. Game. Was, I did, it wasn't an enjoyable second half with my uh, bet on because yeah, I don't cash out. You don't. So. It made sense for us. We were making good money, and I also had two other people. We had to agree as a group what was happening, right. and they were very going. Look, we're making sixty quid on this. Let's go. A wee group of shite bags. Uh, <laughs> Are you looking for the official group name for that? <laughs> the collective. Yeah, <laughs> collective. <term. laughs> we, we did have a very enjoyable half five kickoff where. We all said we'd stick a fiver in each and just create our own request a bit. Oh, brilliant. So they chose Joe Ward to be booked for Cardiff, James McArthur to be booked for Crystal Palace, and I said I wanted Andros Townsend to score a goal. Okay. To which I got slaughtered until the 75th minute when he cut inside and scored, scored a goal. <laughs> scored yeah. an absolute screamer. Brilliant. And so th- none of their bookings came in. They didn't. Ah, Although, bugger. both of them should have been booked. James McArthur committed a really bad foul at the end, and Joe Ward did a dodgy one when Zaha went past yeah. him. So we weren't happy, but it was just really funny that the minds came in. That's all you're ever looking for when you're out for group bets. You're not the one that lets the team. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You basically just want someone else to do it for well, you. Well, because we we normally do like a shot or something. Like if your team goes behind, you right? Have to get okay. Rid of shots in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see what well, you're doing. Go behind good. doesn't happen it's, that much. Yeah, it's 
we, we used to do it goals conceded and then we went this is ridiculous <laughs> is that we're dying I'm not, here I'm not having my team win 5-4 and me being out of money and it's the it's mid, midday kickoff <laughs> like I get him and uh, for the first time ever our charity bet was disgusting you, it's, it's, it's a fourfold so you lose one you might as well lose them all Clyde losing 2-1 at Cowdenbeef was a bit of a shocker Morton Dundee United I just assumed goals goals it went 1-0 up after 18 minutes We Dundee United were playing like a second stroke third team but the stats looked like they were dominating the game yeah but it's just yeah so when it went 1-0 like, this will be easy uh, Hiroshima lost 1-0 1-0 and Leipzig do 3 each with probably the worst form 3 each with Mainz and they were 3-1 up so that was very irritating. <laughs> See that 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 was irritating because obviously you had quite a, a, a decent bet on. I did. Game. I had that but, as a single. But um, or my bet had already burst in. Oh, I can't be. Oh, this is this. My best burst is fourfold, and then mains come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had them in a fourfold. Yeah, you, you also had them as a single, which yeah, was annoying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that that was this week. Is there any joy in the Facebook groups? Facebook wise, uh, they were looking at the, uh, the quest for the trample bet was let down by its first game, which. I can't remember what it was, but it was let down. And then there's a couple that came in after that. Um, but one of them was, do you remember, well, last week I was looking pre-show at Venetia versus Piscara. Yes. Uh, somebody took Piscara to win it. I was going to take Venetia and it was a two-each draw, so there'd been no winners there had I tipped that. <laughs> but um, and yeah, the quest for the trample bet is in its week three now. And uh, I think it's James is running it. So he's t- he's getting close. We're getting more shouts and people are less yeah, scared. It was, to put a, up. It, was, it was an eightfold this week um, 512 to 1 but it did fall at the first hurdle yeah. and what you said about not letting the side down I, I only suggested putting Copenhagen in there so at least at least I know my yeah, shout was good yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you were solid I mean we, we don't do enough this this is technically a betting podcast but we are just suggesting tips we are also not suggesting anytime we mention any, we do very well I think not to mention values of bets we put on yeah Um. That's not the point. Anyone's a win. My gamble away recommendation would always be one hour's salary. Is I would that that is that's all I would have normally bet in my lifetime. One hour, one hour salary. Just, one hour salary depends. I mean, like depends what you're earning. Like whether it was five pound or ever, and now to a point where you're earning a bit more. That seems sensible to me because you're not putting yourself in the hole. Um, we are probably going to do a podcast at some point during the summer with. Uh, a gambling addict, a recovering addict, a recovered addict. Sorry. On this show? Yes, on this show. I feel it's uh, a very good thing for us to do responsibly. We don't push enough. Like Are you that. at this? No, 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 we're going to do it. Yeah. That's, we're going to need to think of content during the summer. I'm not building up all these numbers to let them diminish over the summer. So we'll be doing an episode on that. But yeah, don't blame us for picks. These are just suggestions. Uh, we're all being brave together. But yeah, just just be very aware of what what you're staking as well. Yeah, the idea of the podcast is just to give you that extra suggestion. So there's there's been lots of stuff as well. The Bury thing that uh, was this weekend. I don't know if you've seen the um, Bury had won the league and their players were on it until Thursday <laughs> yeah. from the previous week. And uh, we get a shout round saying, right, Bury are not. They they make they're playing against a team who are. I think they were were they relegated already. Whoever they were playing against, whatever had happened, Bury ended up drawing one each, and the away team was eleven to two. So the draw came in at three to one, like quite nice, and it's that's the kind of thing you're looking for—just a wee bit of extra value. We're not looking to put the house on anything here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. speak for I... yourself, guys. <laughs> um, so I want to go to Scottish players abroad now. This is becoming 
a horrendous, horrendous section. It was very nice, although he's not abroad, he will be returning to his parent club. It was very nice to see Ryan Gold yeah, on yeah, the pitch yeah. finally again, but he looked really rusty. Yeah. Or it's one of those ones where players aren't on his wavelength. He's a very different footballer from what I remember him being as well. Yeah, like when he was at Dundee United, yes. I remember him being a bit more dynamic and a lot more pacey. And he's ve- he seems to shift the ball quicker now. And I don't like that. I, I always remember him running at people with United. Yeah, he I, did used to run and at people. I enjoyed and he used, that. To, he used to get filled a lot. And I really enjoyed watching him, but he did seem to just touch and shift, touch and shift. And I was like, oh, no, this is, that's been... That's drilled actually been drilled. It's by That's been... The, the dribbling's been drilled out of him a little bit. It looked like anyway, because he wasn't playing in a deep position. He was playing the number 10. Mm. Um, so that was a bit upsetting to see him, but it was good to see him back. But technically, he's returning back to... Lisbon, he still has a year left. Yep. I've not heard anything otherwise. Uh, David Bates. Right, Andy, you talked about this in your value. Hamburger. Well, he didn't start. He's not played. No. He's, he, Hamburg have not won in seven games, and David Bates has not played a minute in any of those. What is, what's happened here? That's horrendous. It's basically after the international break. He had he had one. He more had game. a bad game. So he had that game, but he actually played one more. He played he played in a two one win against Magdeburg. Yeah. He played the full game, and then he's been out since. I've not heard any stuff going on I've, or something. Well, it may, but then why would you? Why would he be on the bench? Like, see if it was personal and he had to go home. And if you're if you're the, it's not like what they're doing is working. No, you know, that, it's that, just, that, so yeah, it's keeping them out of the team. Yeah, they're conceding a lot of goals. They've been dire. Um, and they're now, basically Cologne and Hamburg should have had the two promotion places for this league wrapped up two months ago and are they bo- who, so Hamburg Col- are now fourth Cologne are still going to win the league Cologne won 4-0 there on it yeah um, but you've got Paderborn Union Berlin and Hamburg Union Berlin and Hamburg are on the same points and, but Hamburg have now got and Paderborn are worse. slightly yeah Paderborn are uh, ahead in points but they play Hamburg this weekend yeah so, so, that, that, so that, huge yeah and you've got to fancy Paderborn because Hamburg have just been they're, so they're bad. Their form's rotten. I, I don't, I don't but then again, Paderborn lost two 0 away at Bielefeld at the weekend there. So you know, no one, no one wants the second spot in this league and to go up into the Bundesliga. I, yeah, I just have no faith that they'll be they'll put they won't put up any fight against say a Schalke or whoever it is they're going to play in the, the relegation playoff. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, we've tried to find out. I've looked at the Hamburg English page, which is normally quite good for up to date. And they keep saying the same thing, like, why is he not playing? That's crazy. So if the fans of the club can't really find out why, we, we're definitely going to struggle. So they, they're fourth, so they're now out of the playoffs. If it, Yeah, but they can get back in. Oh, they can. Yeah, they're level on points, I think, with uh, Berlin, Union Berlin. Union Berlin and Paderborn. No, Paderborn currently occupy that spot, I think. Right, okay. But yeah, we need, we need Batesy back in, because we need clean sheets and we need Hamburg to get up there, because I want to see him in the, the Bundesliga, Bundesliga next year. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to have a Scottish players abroad that contains one promoted player. That'd be nice. Yes, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, so the situation just now is Colne have won the league 62 points. Paderborn on 54. Union and Hamburg on 53. Yep. Heidenheim on 59. St. Pauli on 48. So Hamburg, and there's two games left. So, so Hamburg teams are still in. still get oh, very automatic much. promotion oh, as well. Well, they play Paderborn this weekend, so they can leapfrog them and go second. It's right. in their own hands. Yeah. They've had seven chances doing this that, you don't often get there was like a few weeks ago they needed like four wins to huh. secure promotion and they just haven't been able to find any of them uh, Jack Harper uh, this drew one each with Malaga he didn't play any of the game he was back in the squad though but wasn't on they're now down to 7th which means they're outside the playoffs for the first time this season which is really gutting um, don't, again don't know if he's injured 
because he was in the squad, but he never came on, so he could have been carrying a knock. But it this feels like it's going all sorts of wrong now for all of them. Yeah, it's not going right for any of them. Because Liam Henderson played 54 minutes for Verona, and at that point they were 3-0 down away to Citadella, and he got taken off. So that was his first appearance in four games, mm. and they were 3-0 down with him on the pitch. And he, he was the one that got hooked first. And they're now ninth, so they're outside the playoffs also. So none of our teams are in the playoffs anymore. They were all coasting. Like mid-season. Verona, were... Verona were the dodgy ones. Malaga were second. Hamburg were first. First, yeah. And Verona were like fourth or fifth. Yeah. So Verona were the ones I was worried about, but the other two... Ha- the Hamburg uh... one just hurts because you're like, you feel like you could solve it by just bringing David Bates back. <laughs> just for, just <laughs> let me, seven weeks. Um, but yeah. But on, on the Scottish players abroad, we did have one... Um, success at the weekend which was if you remember last week Njordvik um, they won 3-2 away at Thotter so Kenneth uh, played the whole 90 minutes and, what uh, position is he? he's a striker, he's a striker yeah he didn't never score. scored any of the free goals didn't score set up one um, but yeah so they won and I took that as well as a single so it was it was 92 they were Oofed. so but uh, this <laughs> weekend this weekend I've got them uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in the picks part um, so yeah I'm moving my French section to Iceland excellent so that is the Scottish players abroad Hopefully Harper's back in the team this week because they're at home in a big game. Uh, Hamburg have a huge game against Paderborn. Liam Henderson, I honestly suspect he won't be in the squad for this game because that seems to be the way his season has went. Yeah. If he's played a bad one, he's been out very quickly. And got hooked after, what, 54 minutes? Yeah. Doesn't bode well. I mean, it's really hard. So what we're going to try and do over the summer as well to keep the content going is try and get these people interviewed. That'd be excellent. Uh, so that So if anyone knows any of these players on some form of level that listens to the podcast who has more contacts than I it's even for, for specifically for Ryan Gold just now if he's at Hibs if there are any Hibs fans that are listening who have any contact within the club because he's now off Twitter I'm trying to think if I'd know anyone through Dundee United anyone you know obviously he's now he, off Twitter he so, played it's, at us. so it's impossible for me to reach him I thought he'd blocked all Dundee United numbers I'm trying to get him to come back <laughs> <laughs> twice a day so that's what we're going to try and do over the summer to get some content. Right, let's go on to this week's picks then. Gordo, we'll go with you first because I'm beginning to really enjoy your French section and it keeps me alive when I get to know what's happening. Yeah, right, okay, so um, second last week of the season. Um, first one probably to mention for me would be I guess Paris FC at Red Star. Uh, Paris FC um, can still do something. Red Star are already relegated. Paris FC are in fifth. Um, Red Star are just a crap team. And for me, that would be my value pick in that division. They're, if you have a look at both their kind of schedules coming up, they've got um, Paris FC have got two games left and they need to win both. They're in fourth currently on 59 points. Behind, him, behind them are Lorient and Lens on f- uh, 59 and 57. They need to keep winning. Red Star have thirty points, so are now mathematically relegated. It's just they're they're it's a for me that's a, a great shout. So that was my that's my first one. My second one is Mets. Uh, uh, are playing Mets. So if you have a look at the standings again on Nancy Mets, Mets are already promoted, so they are seventy eight points. Nancy can still not be relegated. They're on thirty nine in a very spicy battle between Valencia and Nancy, AC Ajaccio and GFC Ajaccio. 
uh, they're on 39 points. In fact, and including Auxerre. So between 13th and 17th, everyone is on the same points total. On in, in the French leagues, it's the three teams that go into uh, a relegation uh, with the, the 18th place team being the uh, relegation playoff. So sure on 37 points. But Nancy need to win. Mets don't. And I think the bookies won't price that accordingly. I think you'll get Nancy way over evens because of how good Mets have been. And if you're Mets, you're on holiday already. Yeah, Nancy have got three wins in the last five at home. Like I said, Mets have promoted one league. It's it's just one of these ones, I think, that there's no point in them turning up. And uh, Nancy need the points. And they've been good. I tipped them last week and they were close against Troy. And the week before they get a nice comfortable... Well, they got a 1-0 win. So they're not doing too bad at the moment. They're, they're, They're scoring goals, but... The, the, that's that's the first one and then the last of my, my picks is Brest versus New York so Brest are the team in second they need to win so to keep their automatic promotion um, if they, to be completely automatically promoted they need to win this game New York have nothing to play for they're in 44 points they are the definition of mid-table and if you look at I know Brest this weekend weren't very good. If you look at their home form, they get 40 points from 18 games. If you look at the away form of New York, they have 20 points from 18 games. So it's it's they're just a, a good team, and New York are not really doing well. In their last five games, they've got six points. Um, Brest have got 12. So I, I think that's going to be a comfortable win for us there. Yeah, and New York have only won once away from home in the last 10, and that was against Valencians, who are struggling. They are. and they're. Um, so I think that the three of them... Um, Again, I can't get prices for this, and this is why pre-podcast when we were uh, talking about some of Andy's picks, I was like, "Why are these divisions not priced?" He's like, "Well, it's kind of regional football, played yeah. at a low level." I mean, the, the Japanese J League only got priced this morning. This is Wednesday morning at seven a.m. Yeah, uh, but that is a top-flight league. Yeah, it's not just some guys showing up to a pitch in France. Yeah, which I think is, I guess, we'd be doing them a disservice. And uh, the the last one of our picks would be um, we're moving this French section to Iceland for the summer, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's Njordvik at home to Thor um, Akure. I just fancy them a win because Kenneth's playing, so take no real stock in that. Is that what the section's going to be all summer? You're just going to back this one team to win every week because we'll you know s- a guy in it. Aye. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we keep doing this, we could just our knowledge of other leagues could just be impeccable. It'll, sky- it'll skyrocket. Yeah. yeah wait, wait it'll, till be, it'll be all the Nordic leagues and the Asian leagues. And- wait until you start seeing these uh, mm-hmm. Korean baseball picks we've got. <laughs> That's it. Hey, uh, Gary will be editing this podcast at 3am, trying to get it live at 4 <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's my three picks. And oh, last couple of weeks I've been doing quite well. Um, but have a look at the prices when they come in. I, as I said, I can't check them just now. You're also not joking about that, Gordo, because you sent John and I a screenshot of your paddy power last night because you'd back <laughs> Liver- a correct score Liverpool 4-0. Yes. And I knew it was definitely yours because underneath it was a double on the Japanese baseball. <laughs> <laughs> a losing double, no A losing less. double. Um, but yeah, so actually, yeah, last night, that's that probably another success. Didn't. Yeah, um, I'd Ryan Brewster as the correct scorer, but because he didn't play, um, I got 4-0 as a correct score. Um, so it was an unbelievable return for me. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those wings. Because we were asking last night, obviously the Liverpool game was incredible. But for them to qualify was only 11-1. pre I still think that's shite odds, we, we, even though they've done it. We said on this podcast last week, though, that the tie wasn't over. No, if, it wasn't over, but... Even now, I'm like eleven to one. If if you yeah. if you beat Barcelona four 0 to qualify and you only get eleven to one, I'd feel kind of angry at that. Well, my cousin texts me. My cousin's a Liverpool fan. He texts me at like seventy five minutes saying Liverpool were what ten to one to qualify. Yeah, but that was really like five ten minutes to go. 
so they were obviously going, this is going to extra time. So it, it did look like that. It looked like Barca were just playing out of time. Well, yeah, they, they, they're one of those infuriating teams where they're lovely to watch, but there needs to be something different. See when it's 4-0 and Liverpool are just camped in? Yeah. You can't be... I mean, Trying the, the thing the that's not worked for the, the previous 88 minutes. The free kick that Messi gave away on Fabinho was because Messi was in the halfway line trying to take the ball off two centre-halves. Yeah. It's just, watching the game last night, I was saying to Andy, watching the game last night, uh, I was trying my best to not get involved and like just do productive things around it. Like, I'm just going to do things so that if this night's a failure, it's not a problem, like doing ironing. Liverpool went 2-0 up and I punched the top of the ironing board <laughs> and it collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. I, did, I also put something out in the, in the Facebook last night. I was like, I kind of, I, it was great to watch, right? But part of me was a wee bit resentful because I'm sitting looking going, that's another great night for Liverpool. Look at all those fans really enjoying themselves. That must be brilliant. And, you know, me as a Dundee United fan, we're probably going to go out the championship playoffs in Scotland to Inverness next week. That's just shit. <laughs> why, why is it you guys get to have yeah. fun yeah, and I'm over here greeting? Yeah, exactly. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my banker this week, Atlanta at home to Genoa. You get an odds of 3-5. Uh, last 10 home games, Atlanta have won... Six, drawn three, one defeat. Genoa only have 11 points in the road this season. Atlanta can get in the Champions League this season. So they're, they're, wow. they're holding the spot just now over yeah. AC Milan. So they need, they need the they points. They need to keep winning. They're, they're in really good form at home. They've won four of those uh, five at home in the last games. I just really fancy them. Genoa have nothing to play for. I like it. Uh, my banker is basically similar, but it's in Germany. It's Leverkusen versus Schalke. Uh, you'll get a home win Leverkusen at 2-5. So Leverkusen, four wins in a row for them now in their tied fourth place with Frankfurt on 54 points. So they need to win. They're, they're in fifth because of goal difference. So they need to win to pressure that to try and get a Champions League spot. Um, Schalke, with the results of late, their their win against Dortmund <sighs> and then their draw, they're now seven points above the relegation zone. Two games to go. So they're fine. They're fine. They've done it. They are safe. They have nothing to play for. Leverkusen won their last home game, well, their last game 6-1 at home against Frankfurt. 6-1. That's insane. Um, away from home, the time before that, they won 4-1 at Augsburg. They're on a tear. They need the points. Schalke are done for the season. 2-5 to five for a home win. Yeah. Do you think the, the do Schalke you, Dortmund was a fluke, so we yeah. can ignore that. Do you think, are Schalke going to score in that game? Do you think for, it's only because you'd mentioned the last couple of games had been contained a, uh, and a, a, t- a goal for the away team, just as a wee booster on top of that. Just out of curiosity. The two games before that were a 2-0 win for Leverkusen and a 1-0 win for Leverkusen. No, sorry, so, the two games you mentioned. Were yeah, yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is... Leverkusen are too good. All right, okay. Lever- yes, but... No, I think it's just pure chance. Like, All right, okay. The other team got a goal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be touching anything like both teams to score or handicaps or anything. Just a Leverkusen win <laughs> just at 2-5. take the profit and go. In spite of that bizarre 36 minutes in the Leverkusen-Frankfurt game, well, there was seven goals. Yeah, uh, Frankfurt at home in Mainz on the Sunday, and they're one to two as well. And like you said, they need the points also. They do. So I think that's another one worth looking at. Uh, odds of one to two. Uh, my value is the Championship playoffs in England. Aston Villa are playing West Brom. Villa are at home. They are evens. If you take out the Norwich game where Villa just rested the majority of their team in preparation for these playoffs, they are five wins on the spin minus the Norwich game. But a couple of weeks ago, they were on a run of 11 games won in a row, which was a club record. Uh, West Brom have only won once in the last five away games. They aren't a good side. Uh, I really fancy Aston Villa. I really actually like the way Aston Villa play football. Um, every, everyone's available 
for Aston Villa, which is unbelievable. Especially, with, jo- season, especially yeah. with John McGinn. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just really, really fancy Aston Villa. It is a derby though. Yeah. So that's my, that's my, that's my caveat for that, as you never know in a derby. But Villa, it'll hold me West Brom, even money. Value bets, uh, Sunday, 6am in the morning in the Japanese <laughs> J-League. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm taking FC Tokyo at home to Iwata. So Tokyo, top of the league, 24 points from their 10 games. Iwata, only 9 points from their 10 games. So a big difference here in quality of side. It's now 7 home wins in a row for FC Tokyo. And Iwata haven't won this particular fixture at Tokyo since 2007. So (laughs) everything sort of favours Tokyo here. And you'll get them at the rather big odds of 16 to 19, which is which is weird. (laughs) Uh, That's basically it's five to six at every other bookie. Um, So so five to six, uh, just under even money for an FC Tokyo win. I think there's plenty of value there. I like that. That's that, pr- that's priced like they've given it to the intern for the summer to do odds, and he's like just working it out. Oh, sixty and eight. We, we we don't usually do that price, yeah, mate. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> it's one of those ones you get on marathon bet. <laughs> Stop doing they're just, that. They're just trying to be the top of that. Like if you go and look on, if a, you go on odds checker, yeah, yeah. I, that's that is exactly what they are doing. Yeah, because uh, that's 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 just slightly above yeah. five to six. It's, yeah, we beat better prices. Yes, <laughs> my outsider is in La Liga. It is on the Sunday. It's Real Sociedad at home to Real Madrid. I'm taking Sociedad at 15-8. to 8. You probably can get them at better odds elsewhere once the game's kind of just in play. Uh, just Sociedad just have more to play for. They are three points outside the Europa League places. Real Madrid will finish third. They can't catch Atletico. They can't be caught by Hatafe. They have only won one in the last five away games. They have a really poor record. What... Zidane is doing, which I quite like because it's the first time I've ever seen a Real Madrid manager do this, is he's playing a lot of youngsters from the academy. I, I don't ever really remember that being a thing in Madrid. No. There was always a always and... one or two surrounded, like your Solari's good to yeah. Raul, but Raul was like special. Um, but I, fa- I fancy Sociedad, they're on, they're on pretty good form. They won the last three home games. They gave Barcelona a good game recently as well. 15 is too good, and we're at a point where we've just lost the majority of our leagues in Britain. I know. So, so say that at home with Real Madrid. I'm back in Germany in the Bundesliga for the outsider. I'm going to take Red Bull Leipzig at home to Bayern Munich at the rather big odds of 4-1. to one. Um, I can only guess the reason for this huge price is that the game means a lot to Bayern and it doesn't mean much to Leipzig anymore. <laughs> However... Leipzig's form and the way they play at home is, in my opinion, too good to ignore here with the big odds. Leipzig are third, 65 points. That's where they'll finish. And they're playing Bayern, who are top of the table on 74 points. That's four ahead of Dortmund with just two games to go. So a win here wraps it up for Bayern Munich. But they have stuttered of late. Um, they drew one each in their last away game at Nuremberg. Yep. And you had to fancy anyone to beat Nuremberg. So that was <laughs> that was a bit of a surprise. Uh, whereas Leipzig um, won their last home game 2-1 against Freiburg, the one before that 2-0 against Wolfsburg, and the one before that 5-0 against Hertha. So they're decent at home. Um, the pressure's going to be on Bayern here. Yeah. And I think you don't want a pressure game against the team that's third in the table with like, just eight points less than you. Um, Leipzig will be keen to prove that they can beat the league leaders, even though they can't finish top of the league. So 4-1, to one, I think you're getting some decent outsider value. That's good, that's good value. I, st- I still think Bayern have got enough to get a draw out of the game, but the value is really impressive. Well, if you wanted to have a wee look at 1x, you know, home or draw, yeah. um, um, that might not be a bad shout. 
Leipzig's recent form has been ridiculous as well. It's like yeah. a strip of green, like yeah. down the old flash score. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, four to one seems a big price yeah. for that. It's a game I would have both teams have scored no drawn as well, like just on the off chance. It does seem like a game that would have goals in it. And I always prefer seeing a team win. Like, always prefer that. Except when you back a draw. I know, but I, <laughs> I just I just think that Bayern have enough in this. They, they, they probably do. and that's. But I don't think they've got enough to justify being such heavy favourites. Yeah, that's true. Um, if, you want, if you were betting on this game, you'd want to be, I think, on the home side at the 4 one Yeah, I probably, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't bet on it. it seems yeah, like exactly. It's tight for yeah, me. that's funny. Um, charity picks so if you're a first listener the charity bet works like this we put in £10 of our own money we put it on a fourfold and any profit we make goes straight to charity of our choosing it's that simple there are nobody involved in this no bookmakers helping us out it is it is our own money um, so this is the only one we do as a, a grouped coupon yep so I'll go through my picks first Sydney versus Melbourne victory the A-League is over so the, the way the A-League works is it's a 27 game season they play each other three times and the winner of that is considered the, the champion of the league. But they then go into a quarter-final, semi-final, final for the Australian Cup. So Perth Glory have won the league. But we're now into the quarter-finals and semi-finals of the, the Australian Cup. Sydney versus Melbourne victory. I'm going over 2.5 goals in the game. Don't care who wins. There will be loads of goals in this game. There has been uh, over 2.5 goals in eight of the last ten meetings between the two. So this is a certainty to have goals. It is a playoff. So therefore, it's one leg. It's just a one-off tie. So realistically, if there's a goal in the first half, you're going to get a lot of goals in the second half. So Sydney versus Melbourne victory, over 2.5 goals, 4-6 to six to even money, roughly. My other pick is in the MLS. Columbus Crew are at home to Los Angeles FC. You're getting Los Angeles FC at 17-10. to 10. They are top of the Western section. Columbus have lost five games on the spin. LAFC have lost their last two games, but they've played the top two from the eastern section right? Okay. so they've played decent sides mm-hmm. but they are top of their section they've been in good form up until then I, I just think 17 to 10 is too good against a team that have lost five games in the spin so it's more of a bet against Columbus Crew I like it than anything else yeah it's good my charity picks this weekend we're going to have one domestic game this week so 4-4 versus Wraith Saturday at 3pm this is the Scottish Championship playoff so the teams from League 1 trying to get into the division above Wraith won the first leg of this fixture uh, at home last night, 2-1. So Forfer have a wee bit of work to do at home on Saturday. However, um, 12 wins, one draw, one defeat from their last 14 home games. This is a side that plays well at home. So the last time they were beaten at home was way back in December um, against Arbroath, who ended up winning the league. So I think they'll have too much for Wraith here. It's a big game. There's still uh, There's no odds on this yet. But the odds to win the playoffs outright, you get Queen of the South at 2-1, Wraith at 2-1, 4 for 3-1, and Montrose 4-1. So they don't really know. A one-goal advantage isn't doing much right now. Um, I reckon you'll probably get around even money for 4 for here. 
I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I agree. It's a great pick. The Wraiths' form is stonking away from home. It's so bad. Yeah. They do draw a lot of games, but they can see that shit with their goals. And Forfa, just that home record's unbelievable just now. Yeah, so if you get anywhere close to even money on this, I'd be considering... The reason I don't have this as like my value bet is I can't get a price yet because the first tie was only played last night. Right, okay. Otherwise, I probably would have had this as my value if it was anywhere around evens. Uh, my charity pick number two, hopefully the bet's still going at this stage, is Sunday at 6am back in the Japanese J-League. Kawasaki Frontale away at Shimizu S-Pulse. 7 to 10 you'll get for Kawasaki. Uh, this is 4th versus 16th, so 19 points playing 8. Kawasaki won this fixture 3-0 and 2-1 over the last two years. Uh, the last six meetings of the sides have been five wins for Kawasaki and just the one draw. Uh, Kawasaki are always up the top of this this table come the business end of the season. I expect them to be there again this year. And I think they'll win quite comfortably away at Shimizu S-Pulse. 7-10 you'll get for that. And four wins in the last five meetings between the two. I like yeah. that. That's my head-to-head that I like. Any special bets? So, yeah. So, uh, as mentioned last week, the Giro d'Italia kicks off um, on Saturday the 11th of May. And a bit of interest this time. The only reason I was mentioning this before was because I didn't realise we could actually mention cycling on uh, Trample Bet, but that's Ooh, we well, welcome it? to summer. That's it. Welcome <laughs> to the sports you've never heard of. Um, so, yeah, for so the Giro d'Italia kicks off. It's a stage race, um, plenty of stages to be won. There's an overall favourite who's Primoz Roglic at 13 to 8. Now, a stage race, you can crash out of this at any time. You can go minutes behind. You can do lots of these things. He's in good form, but that's a stupid price for someone for a thir- a 22-day stage race at 13 days. Yes. I mean, he's good, but you know, you've know you got to count on no one else hitting you. You're not crashing. The weather been fine the whole time. So there's value further down the chain for other, um, for other riders here. So a couple of people to mention just as outsiders here. Vincenzo Nibali, his fourth favourite. He's 13-2. to two. You get um, quarter odds on uh, top three in this. Nibali won it in 2014, uh, in 2014-2016. He's an excellent cyclist and he is, the strange thing with cycling is it's just about miles in your legs. You won't get guys coming in winning it at 19-20. You're looking for guys in their mid-30s that have done comfortable stuff. So, um, Nibali's 34 now. He's in the prime of his uh, cycling career. He just is one of these guys who can go and win it and at the same time, he is Italian, so uh, he, he knows these roads and he, he knows how to suffer. So at 13-2, I'd be quite comfortable with that. And then as the way outsider in this one, I really like Ilnur Zakarin. He's won a couple of stages before in the Tour and uh, and the Giro. I just fancy him as an outsider here. He's been doing quite well recently and he's at 66-1. to So there's lots of interesting bets you can actually get in the, the Giro. They don't let you bet on individual stages until the day for it so you can only bet on stage one just now which is a team time trial but i'll be doing an update next week on it anyway um but it's just some a bit i give something a bit interesting i don't think any of the brits will do well this time as well despite there being simon yates is the is the third favorite 11 to 4 he, he won't i don't think he'll do too well um so yeah nobali and ilnor zacharin so if you go on uh, 365 has zacharin at uh, 66 to 1 and uh, nobali at 13 to 2 and my special pick is back in football, um, back in the land back to Villa versus West Brom, the the derby and the playoff semi final. <laughs> Yellow cards, John McGinn. <laughs> How did I know John McGinn was going to feature here? This is brilliant. This will be this will be seventeenth booking of the season. Uh, John McGinn and Kyle Bartley of West Brom, a double. Don't know what odds you'll get in the last for Skybet, but those two are a set. Kyle Bartley plays at centre half. 
but I would have if I could create a scenario as <laughs> he will run out of defence to smash Jack Grealish at some point because I watched him at Rangers and that is the type of person he is yeah and he is their captain so you got to imagine any flare ups as well he'll be first in on it first on the line uh, another thing that might be good to look at is some bookings in the, the Rangers Celtic game on Sunday it's it's not got a lot for Celtic other than it being a huge derby but Celtic have got a cup final coming up so I mean personally if I was Celtic manager I would literally not play my team and just avoid any flashpoints and go we're done here we're done here we've got a final that sounds exactly like something Neil Lennon would do uh, yeah, yeah no, he hates confrontation <laughs> <laughs> so so there's, there's what's that um, it, it just depends on the, the lineups. I, I genuinely would have put McGregor in for a card but he's not available anymore that was ridiculous last week um, Ryan Jack for a card is probably, probably your best bet due to the fact that he just he just puts so many tackles in that he's going to get one wrong um, if Candace starts Candace does press very high tries to go through people very quickly he'll, he'll get a card if, he's, if he starts but it's all dependent on him starting and for Celtic I would go Lustig and Brown do you, um, the one thing you really wanted this weekend is John McGinn to slide in and Kyle Bartley and then to start fighting you're like fight fight <laughs> that's, that'd be ideal yeah um, I have no special bet this week, um, but I will be posting various things on the Facebook group and also the Twitter. Maybe we can fit it into next week's episode. It's okay. golf's fourth major of the year. Right. Okay. Now the second major of the year. Yeah, after the shuffle this year. Shuffled all the all the fixtures around. It's the USPGA Championship. It starts next Thursday, 16th of May, at the Black Course at Bethpage State Park, which is Long Island, New York. Um, Thursday through Sunday. So I'll be putting out my selections nearer the time for that and as I say if we do manage to get an episode in next week early and Gary can do the turnaround we'll hopefully have those picks out on the podcast but if not please do follow the Trampled Bet Twitter which is at Trampled Bet and also we have a Facebook group got a growing community there please search Trampled Bet Podcast in Facebook and ask to join the group uh, where all the members get involved in talking about various bets they've found or what they think is good value for the weekend and I'll also post any picks myself or John have and Gordo for and, the week. Uh, don't don't feel like pressured to, to post in your first, uh, like in the Facebook group but like yeah. guys are guys who have been in for a wee while are starting to post now and doing lots of, Stuart Buchanan has had, had some interesting ones in the last couple of weeks, he'd a, he'd a really good 4-1 to one, one a couple of weeks ago I believe yep. Andy was that? Uh, he did indeed. And uh, he, he was close again this weekend uh, he was close again last week with a, a game that was four each as well um, but just don't, again like if you've got if you've got something you think's a bit of a shout, just put it up there. Like no one's gonna shoot you down. It's it's, it's interest for all of us. Yeah, so. you're not you're not making people put these bets on. No. This is this is just a suggestion for them. This is all this podcast is. Um the only one last message is if you have no intention of going to the Europa League final, please remember that you may have a Facebook friend that you're not even aware of just due to how Facebook is, or a Twitter follower that you don't realise lives in England or Spain or Germany who or would who would, or Baco, <laughs> who would love a ticket for this final? Um, the, the competition is right at the start, but if you're not interested, and you get to this part of the podcast. Please share the the podcast, share the competition, let people know so we can get more entrants. Yeah, get it retweeted. Um, it'll ask you a question. Our favourite Dutch team, which is Isomere Vocals, might have to Google that to spell it correctly. <laughs> and the number of Scrabble points that they'd get in a standard UK board is twenty nine. Uh, so please do share that as far and as wide as you can. You can get me on Twitter at ASV Sports. You can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. And you can get me at John Walker underscore 1986. Or as Andy said, you can get us all at Trample Bet. Um, have a good week. Enjoy the weekend. See you later.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.